Welcome to Two Consoles Too Late. This is a podcast about retro gaming, pop culture, and a little bit of current events, uh, movies as well, what I'm watching and what's got me interested. So, I sprained my ankle. I was uh, walking down my alley. There was ice. We just had snow here in Baltimore. And this, it was more freezing rain, and it froze over. And they don't, they don't plow the alleys here. They plow the streets, but they don't plow the alleys. And I, I stepped on a sheet of ice, and I slipped, and I sprained my ankle. So for the last two days, I've been sort of out of the, out of the count. Um, just doing ice elevation, Advil. It's been, it's been a lot of fun. It's nice to actually, you know, be able to start walking again. I don't think it's broken. Oh, yep. I just kind of try to keep it elevated. Hopefully I'll be on the mend here soon. So since I did sprain my ankle, I started uh, binge watching some Netflix just because I had nothing else to do but sit on the couch or sit in bed and bide my time. And I started watching the original... The original series of Star Trek, William Shatner and the whole, the whole original cast. And I'm finding it really good. I remember watching it as a kid, but to go back, I guess, as an, as an adult and, and watch it over again, the, like the social themes. I watched The Next Generation, but Star Trek has always sort of tried to make a social commentary here and there, which... I always thought it was great. Um, it's always funny. <laughs> I mean, that's the going joke. When there's a, <laughs> whenever there's an away party, especially in the original Star Trek, the security guard or whoever, you think, oh, who's this guy? They always bite it. It's it's really comical. There's a character in the first couple episodes. I think the first ten episodes. Uh, Yeoman Janice Rance. She's a reoccurring character, and I, I did a Google search or something just because I was bored, and she makes a lot of appearances. Uh, she's in, I think she's in Search for Spock. She's in uh, Star Trek Four Voyage for Home, Star Trek Four The North Wales Voyage Home. She's in Voyager, and she keeps reappearing, which I just I just thought that was really interesting. So it's it's nice to watch the old the old Star Trek, to watch the entire, I think there's 80 episodes, but to watch the entire series is going to take forever, but it, it's been fun just going back and watching all that. I was always a Star Wars guy, so it's it's fun to kind of rediscover the original Star Trek and William Shatner. I watched the episode with, the original episode with uh, Khan. That, that, that was interesting just because I love, I mean, who doesn't love Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan? So it's been really fun. And it's it's strange because I never realized how, I guess, ahead of, ahead of its time that, that show was. I mean, it looks really good. And, you know, it's been, was it 1968? So it's been, <laughs> that show is, it's aged very well. So I recently watched... Uh, the new Robin Hood with uh, the kid from uh, Kingsman, Taron Edgerton, or I don't know how to pronounce his name. It was awful. 
It is like the Hunger Games of Robin Hoods. It kind of, I guess, held to the story. Um, it's kind of a little twist at the end, blah, blah, blah. Um, it wasn't very good. I wasn't impressed. When it comes to Robin Hood, I think my go-to is always going to be Errol Flynn. I, that's kind of where I cut my teeth on Robin Hood. And when I was a kid, the Kevin Costner version had had come out and there was a, like there was a big to do about Kevin Costner being Robin Hood and yes he didn't have a very good accent blah 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 but anyway I, I watched uh before I watched that or around the same time I watched the Errol Flynn version which is totally campy with the green tights where you know that's where men in tights starts making fun of Robin Hood because of the because the because they wear tights in the Errol Flynn version funny story there's this, there's this Art Deco theater in Baltimore uh, called the Senator, and it's got this, you know, this. Well, it did. It had. Well, no, it still does. It has this big wide screen, and uh, they were showing the Errol Flynn version, not the Kevin Costner version, but the Kevin Costner version had just come out. So I'm standing in line with my stepdad, and we're waiting to see the Errol Flynn version. And we know we're going to see the Errol Flynn version, which I had already seen, but I wanted to see it on the big screen. So anyway, <laughs> this manager comes out of the movie theater, and there's this huge line. The manager says, everybody, this is not the Kevin Costner Robin Hood. <laughs> and half the line just, just leaves, <laughs> which was great for us because, you know, we just, I mean, the, the theater is half full, and uh, we got to see, you know, the classic with Errol Flynn. There's another version I like. It's uh, with Patrick Bergman. Um, he's a British-Irish actor. He was, uh, he was kind of the villain in Patriot Games, if you ever saw that. Uh, but he played Robin Hood, and it was this really sort of dark... I don't, I don't know what you call it, but... Um, that's another version that I that I always sort of really liked, and it it doesn't really come up too often. It's very underground, but it's also one of my one of my favorite versions. I never saw the Disney version. Uh, I have Disney Plus. I'll get around to it. I I don't know. I just Robin Hood is a fox or whatever. All right, I'll get to that. Um, I don't really consider that canon just because it's a kids movie, but it's a good it's a good intro. The Russell Crowe version uh, that was done by Ridley Scott, that was an interesting sort of twist on Robin Hood, but it was really, really long. And for some reason, I have no idea, I decided I was going to pick it. So I picked it up and I got the Blu-ray. So since I saw the this new one with the, the Kingsman kid, I decided to go back and watch the uh, Russell Crowe version, which is... Just it's it's well done, but it's really really long. And uh, so I went back and watched that. But anyway, long story short, don't watch this new Robin Hood. Stick with the classics. Errol Flynn. You can watch the Kevin. I I like the Kevin Costner version. So the Legend of Zelda series just turned thirty five uh, this past Sunday. I I only played the first one on the NES, and when I played it, I only I only completed the first quest, and the only way I could beat it 
was to look at YouTube walkthroughs and use a map and because otherwise there was no way I was gonna ever gonna beat it. It was never really into fantasy RPG series. But it's a good game and I respect it and I understand, you know, like you got Breath of the Wild and all these other games. So happy birthday to Zelda. I'm trying to get a hold of a Zelda chess set uh, just because they look cool and I just want to put one down here in the in the in the basement but I can't find one for less than $120. <laughs> I put in a max bid of like $100 and every time I just get outbid and these things are going for like $150. I mean they're serious collectors items and it, it looks like a nice chess set. I mean I have the I have a cheap plastic one. If I ever decide to play chess, no one in my house plays chess, but uh, it's just one of those <laughs> it's one of those collector's items you just think, oh man, that would look really cool, you know, like especially in the background if I'm doing like a live stream or something, like, hey, there's my Zelda chess set. So I, I'll keep looking, but once again, I, I can't get one for less than $150, so, but I'll keep my eye out anyway, but anyway... Happy birthday to Zelda. All right. And lastly, uh, my current uh, video game endeavor. I'm working on Castlevania 3. I recorded Castlevania 1, Castlevania 2. You can check it out on my YouTube channel at Two Consoles Too Late. That's the number two consoles, T-O-O, -O, late. But it's, it's just proven to be such a grind I'm trying to do, uh, there's there's two paths you can do. There's the Cypher path, uh, where you get the Sorceress. But you don't know she's a Sorceress until the end, which is kind of Metroid-ish. <laughs> um, or you can do uh, the Alucard route, which is a little bit harder, I guess. And I've been watching all these YouTube walkthroughs and... I'm I'm really cheating at the game. Like I get so far, I save. I get so far, I save. I'm taking the cipher route right now, and I can just not get past what is it like the Tower of Horrors? I think that's what it's called. It's just turned into a grind. But I'm just gonna keep at it. The real I really uh I wanted to finish out the the, the Nintendo trilogy, and I think after this I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Castlevania down just because. But I just finished watching the Netflix series, you know, which is very, 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 very graphic and not really a, a kid's show, even even though it, it was good anime. But you got Trevor and Sypha and Alucard, Dracula backwards, which was really entertaining. So I'm trying to play the game and it's fun. But it, like I said, it's just been a grind. And I just try to kind of every day just see how far I can get, but I I can't get past the uh, was it the Tower of Horrors again. So maybe maybe I can get it recorded and maybe I can beat it and maybe it'll go on my YouTube channel. All right, this has been the first podcast for Two Consoles Too Late. Thanks for listening. If you want, you can check out my YouTube page at Two Consoles Too Late. Also on uh, Facebook and Twitter. And I look forward to our next episode. So have a good one. Bye.